I just want to share with you a, uh, a quick thought. Um, in the, uh, uh, the Parsha this week, uh, we have uh, a really interesting opening line. And the interesting opening line are, uh, this is what God said from Mount Sinai. Not a very exciting opening line. I mean, you would expect to see that in the Torah. But the problem is, what's it doing there? And the Torah has already been revealed. So obviously, these are the words that God said to Moses on Mount Sinai. I mean, that's what the text says. So what's the purpose of saying it? So Rashi, who's a medieval uh, commentator, says, you know, what this was um, is uh, that, that, that God revealed to Moses not just the oral law, not just the written law, but also the oral law. So any new Jewish idea that happens was already revealed at Sinai. Okay, you know, that, that's a good standard Jewish idea. Anyways, Rashi has a nemesis. Rashi has a nemesis named Nachmanides. Nachmanides is a later philosopher, commentator, and he always quotes, he always quotes uh, Rashi. He says, oh, you know, Rashi said that this is, uh, that this line means that God revealed the written law and the oral law. And then he does his famous line that says, but in my eyes, that's not correct. He always says that. He says, you know, Rashi is a good guy, but you know what? He's never right. I mean, you can imagine these guys at dinner. And he, Nachmanides, looks at this and he says, you know, what's really going on here is that this is acting like a colon. Up until this moment, this verse, everything was about the tabernacle. It was about the revelation at Sinai. But from this point on, it is about now we get ready for being in the land of Israel. And he calls this an inflection point, really a, 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 a point where, you know, the trajectory of the Jewish world is starting to change. And I'm looking at that and I'm saying, you know, this is really an interesting idea because I think he's on to something. How would you define the Jewish world? Right? How do you define the Jewish world? The Jewish world, well, it's not a race because we have Jews of all colors and all uh, uh, ethnic backgrounds. But it's not a culture because we have Jews uh, that are Russian and Jews that are Turkish and Jews that are Chinese and, of course, Jews that are Canadian and American. Obviously, but I'm 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 being I'm being a little chauvinistic here. Obviously, not necessarily uh, sharing the same culture. Is it the same beliefs? Well, now we're getting a little closer, but not really, because 
when you have two Jews, there are at least three opinions. And in our theology class, or my Torah class, as Rebecca uh, could tell you, um, everybody's got a different opinion. Everybody's got a different opinion. And we learn from one opinion, we learn from the other opinion. There's no one right answer. There are many right answers. And what Nachmanides is saying is that from that point in the Torah, there are many, many right answers because there are many, many different Jewish traditions. We all know people who are uh, Epicurean Jews. These are Jews who are Jewish through their stomach. They love Jewish food. They're not particularly religious necessarily in the way that we might call religious. Worship might not be as important to them, but they identify their Jewishness through the heritage of food. There are some Jews who identify through worship and through food. Right? And there are some Jews who identify through study. I will never forget uh, somebody I met when I was at camp, at Camp Harlem many years ago. We went out on a Saturday night after Havdalah, all of the all of the rabbis, and I assure you that uh, um, listening to five rabbis do karaoke in a uh, uh, in, in a place uh, at the side of the highway in eastern Pennsylvania is something that uh, you really have to hear. Um, but I met somebody there, um, and she was actually the the waitress, and and she said, you know. Who are you guys? We've we've never seen you around here before, and we said, "Oh, you know, we're we're from we're from Camp Harlem," and she said, "Oh, the Jewish summer camp," and then right, and then she said something that we just were just a ta taken aback. She said, "You know, I'm Jewish too, and my family came from Lithuania. I think she said Lithuania." My family came from Lithuania, and I've always wanted to connect with them with my history and have never found the time to do it. And so one of us, I don't know if it was me because I'm not sure I was wise enough at the time, said, that is your connection to Mount Sinai. Your connection to Sinai is your family's history. Your connection to Sinai might be food. Your connection to Sinai might be music. Your connection to Sinai might be study. Your connection to Sinai might be prayer. Your connection to Sinai is your Jewish family. And as long as you are identifying as part of the Jewish family, you are continuing the tradition that Nachmanides is talking about. We are all descendants from Sinai. And it matters not one bit how each of us practices our Judaism. One of the funniest things that happened to me uh, uh, is uh, uh, it happened over Passover. And I went out to lunch with somebody at Passover. And uh, this person ordered a basket of matzah and a lobster. 
And that was okay. Because that person's connection to Sinai was through the symbolism of the matzah. And that person was as Jewish as you or I. And so, let's take the words of Nachmanides to heart. Each of us finds our connection to Sinai in our own unique way. Kalia, in a few years, you're going to be an adult. Well, actually, in a few what weeks, I suppose, technically, right? But in a few years, you're going to be an adult. And you're going to make your own decisions. And you're going to make your own connection to Sinai. And that's going to be your gift to yourself that was handed down to you. Paul, whatever your gift is from Sinai, I wouldn't have a service without Paul here. Ali, your connection to Sinai is this congregation. And the people here, and the warmth and embrace. I know I'm going to forget people, but don't take it personally. Each of us has our connection with Sinai. And I want to encourage all of us not to judge somebody else's connection to Sinai. Because their connection to Sinai is as rich and meaningful as yours or mine. And I wish you Shabbat Shalom and have a great weekend at Sinai.